When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your child has brain cancer. Can you imagine hearing those words about your own child? Nearly 5,000 families each year hear this life-changing diagnosis and live daily with the fear it brings. When a child is diagnosed with brain cancer, their lives are forever changed. The treatments used to treat children are toxic and cause damage to their developing bodies that can affect them for the rest of their lives. 95% of children who survive brain cancer will develop a significant health condition by the age of 45 as a direct result of the toxic treatments. This includes diagnosis of another cancer later in life or other countless deadly health problems. Our kids are special, and we need to treat them that way. By making a donation to the Team Jack Foundation, you fund research that leads to safer, more effective treatments, giving kids hope. You can be the difference. You can fund the cure. Join us and donate today by visiting teamjackfoundation.org. Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmidt underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmidt. Back into it, it's Hour 2. It's Hale Varsity Radio, presented by Currency. For all your equipment financing needs, go Currency. Some basketball thoughts before we get back to Nebraska and Iowa. We welcome in uh, standout Husker Hall of Famer, the pride of Ord, Andy Markowski, back with us. Talk some Husker hoops. Get his thoughts on Creighton as well, at Markowski underscore Andy, where you find him on Twitter. Andy, uh, do you got the turkey all... Uh, Purchased? You go ham. You go green bean casserole. What's the what's the repertoire for Thursday? Well, I, yeah. Well, I a uh, little little turkey, but a little prime rib as well. So uh, try to try to try to do it right. And uh, no, it doesn't doesn't feel like Thanksgiving as we're looking at a sixty four degree day here. But uh, but we'll take it. I'm excited for the weekend. You are right. Do you share the prime rib? Yeah, I uh, I do. I, I I tend to buy too much, you know, which is always a good problem. So leftovers is is good on Saturday and Sunday as well. So. Uh, good work. I like the uh, the prime rib v turkey uh, discussion. If the leftovers are more than you can handle, I mean, feel free just... to drop them by my place. I got I got more than enough room in my fridge. Lige is no longer a poor college student, but uh, he's a young man that is always all good about. Uh, uh, any sort of uh, extra, free food. Extra, free food. That's that's. We'll just cut to it. Free food. Yep. But uh, Nebraska gets going Thursday. Uh, they take on Oklahoma. Want to start there, and you know Nebraska showed some poise and a good bounce back against Pine Bluff. Uh, their last outing, a tough one, tough to watch, tough to. To, to deal with uh, against St. John's. But your assessment right now, Nebraska's gotten off to a better start than in past years. What do you think of the roster? What do you think of this crew so far? Yes, yeah, certainly it's, it's, it's different than, than last year's group. I, I think it's a team that, um, you know, the pieces fit. Um, 
you know, I, I think they're playing together. I, I think their shot selection's better. I think they're a little, you know, positionally they're they're longer than they were a year ago. So, you know, I think they're rebounding better. Um, you know, unfortunately, I think their schedule is is, is really challenging uh, in the non-conference. And last year, they you know they had some tough games, but I thought there were some some winnable teams uh, you know last year on their on their schedule. So I, you know, I, I think this group um, you know has a chance. I, I think their margins uh, small, but I think Vandermeer and and Greece will give you a, a chance at the one and the two. Um, you know, certainly Gary has shown signs, and you know, uh, not having a Walker for for the first part of the season has really hurt them. Um, you know, Blaze Keita is, is certainly able to, to play and the physicality will help them in the Big Ten. But Walker gives them so much more versatility. You know, offensively, he's a pressure release for them in the half court. They can run a lot of cutting and splitting uh, in behind him. So, you know, not having him in the, in the St. John's game, you need pressure, you need, you need guards. But really, they needed some pressure release in the half court and Walker would have really helped them in that game. So, you know, I, I do think they'll have him back. Um, you know, it's not announced, but I, I think he's looking at a couple more games being out, and then you know potentially could play the last game in Orlando. Um, so you, you know, you had him in the mix, and you know, I think they have a chance. I, you know, they're they're not going to win the league, but I, I think it's a team that you're going to like watching, and a team that's going to get better as the season plays on. Andy, tell me a little bit about the impact of Sam Greasel in this team. He's been a different style of point guard than what we've seen in the past couple of years, from Cam Mack to Alonzo Verge. Greasel's a different style of guy, a guy who's willing to post up and be a change of pace. Always got his eyes across the floor. He's been dishing out some nice passes. He had a couple great passes to, uh, to Blaze in that game on Sunday. And I want to get your take just on what his impact within this team has been with his style of play. Yeah, I, I certainly think he's been a great addition. Um, you know, last year's point guard was, was kind of a shoot first. Uh, you know, Burge was kind of probably out of position, really playing the point. You know, Sam has, has developed himself into a into a really good point guard. He's able to, you know, come off a lot of the ball screens and has great vision at six seven. You know, very willing passer. Um, you know, Hoiberg is is so creative offensively. I, I think if you look at the second half of the Pine Bluff game the other night, they you know they had a great. A mismatch and ended up putting him in the post in the second half and, and, and really getting them going offensively. So I, I think they can use him, you know, in some different ways. The, the St. John's game, you know, uh, was it was probably the, the, the worst ball handling I, I've seen Sam uh, have. I mean, he normally doesn't turn the basketball over, but the pressure in that game was probably more than, than he has seen. So he'll adjust to that as well. But, you know, he's a leader. He's a Lincoln kid. He wants to be uh, – at Nebraska, he wants to wear a Husker uniform. Um, you know, he, he, he talks about all of that, which, you know, I think is great. And the more of those kids you can have in the program, you know, I think makes for, for you know, the fans that want to come and watch them. And, and I think it makes it play harder to represent Nebraska and, and the state. And, you know, being, being a Lincoln kid, it means a lot to him. Andy Markowski with us here, Hale Varsity Radio. Andy, you look at, at some of the, the first four ball games with Greasel and then Wiltshire leading the team in scoring. Tominaga uh, led the way against St. John's. And then, and then Gary uh, had a, a fantastic game. He was able to lead the way. Do you like the versatility? And more so, is that portable? Do you think Nebraska can have uh, different variations of, of, of a leading score and be successful? Yeah, I do. I don't think they're real deep. Chris, I, I think they have seven when they get Walker back. I, I think they have seven that can play in the Big Ten, but they can they can play different ways. I mean, Wilhelm can play the the four at six eleven alongside Walker. I mean, you could go small, you could go athletic with Gary. You know, at the four, you can you know you can move Gary up to the three. 
and 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 go big with. Uh, so I, I do think they have some versatility. Uh, Wiltshire and you know Terminaga, I think are 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 been uh, they're benefiting from having a pass first point guard. And Bandamel is very unselfish as well. So I think they're playing. You know their shots are, are more comfortable. They know you know they know they're getting shots. Where last year I think they took some bad shots because they. They didn't know if the ball was going to come back to them with Verge and McGowan. So I, I think they're more comfortable. Their shooting percentages are up. Um, so I, I do think this team has a chance to be versatile, and, and that can travel. Um, however, uh, you know, I think this week is, uh, you know, weekend is tough. They got, um, you know, potentially Memphis uh, uh, in, in the second round. You know, they have South Creighton coming up. They, uh, um, you know, they get Indiana Purdue the first round of the Big Ten. So, you know, uh, I do think they're better. They're more fun to watch. Uh, but but wins, you know, their margin's pretty small. They're going to have to you know, make some winning plays. And, uh, you know, they, they've shown some resiliency of uh, playing a really good half uh, at St. John's. And then, you know, really their backs are, you know, against the ropes, against Pine Bluff. Not that Pine Bluff is a great team, but, but in years past, those teams have, have uh, you know, have come back to beat us. So we haven't had the, the toughness and the steadiness to, to uh, survive a, a challenge from a team. So, you know, so far this team is, is making enough plays to win games, and you know that's what basketball is about. Andy, quickly tell me about this weekend. Oklahoma is uh, coming up on Thursday. It's down in Orlando, the ESPN Events Invitational. Then either Memphis or Seton Hall on Friday, depending on what the Huskers do on Thursday. We'll, we'll see what happens later in the weekend. But what do you want to see from this Husker basketball team this weekend? I know you said the margins are, are pretty thin for wins and losses, but, but what do you want to see from the team this weekend, and what do you consider a, a successful weekend for this team? Yeah, you know, Oklahoma is a, a winnable game. I mean, Porter Mosier is, is in his second year. Um, I, I don't know their roster very well. You know, a typical second year, I think he turned over, a, a, you know, a lot of players with the transfer portal. You know, it's a good matchup for us. They they have really struggled scoring um, so far this season. I think they're averaging in the mid-60s. And, you know, offensively, um, you know, we, we're very capable of scoring 77-74. So I, I do think that first-round game is – is a good matchup for us. Traditional uh, Christmas or uh, Thanksgiving weekend, right? Nebraska, Oklahoma on, on the TV. So, so that'll be fun to, to watch that. And then, you know, uh, you know, Seton Hall went through a coaching you know, change as well, and, and Memphis is, is is very talented. So you you know you take your chances against either of those. But you know, the goal would be to go two and one. I mean, if, if you're you know if you're making progress uh, as a program. Um, anytime you do these uh, three-day uh, three-game tournaments, I mean, you want to get out of there with a winning record. So, you know, if you win the first one, you know, lose the second one, you'd play for third or fourth against a team that is is probably your level. Um, so, I, I think two and one is 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 you know respectable, and and this team should you know be asking themselves how how, how do you win in the non-conference and you know try to go 500 in the league. I, I don't think that's asking too much for a Nebraska program to to have those expectations. Andy Markowski is with us at Tail Varsity Radio, college basketball on our mind. Uh, Creighton, uh, an impressive win against Texas Tech. And Creighton's been a team that's been uh, uber-athletic over the years. But uh, Tech is very physical. I know uh, the, the, the blueprint is still down there in Lubbock from what's been successful. And Creighton found a way to, to win a physical ball game. Uh, last night, Arkansas tonight, Texas looms, and then Nebraska. But is Creighton, to your eyes, as good as advertised? There's a lot of hype around them this year, and I know they got some dudes. But uh, do you think right now uh, they are living up to the billing early on? Yeah, I, I think they are. I think they're 
Yeah, I, I watched that game yesterday, and, and I, I do, Chris. I, I think they're, um, you know, have as much talent as, as you know, probably anybody in, in the country in terms of, you know, guards, shooters, you know, size, athleticism. Um, you know, maybe they have, they have too many, right? Sometimes that can, can work against you. But, um, you know, Texas Tech is a hard team to, to play against. And, you know, McDermott ended up playing kind of two-point guards and, and, and took advantage of some of the switching in the second half. And, you know, he's such a creative offensive coach, and you give him that many, you know, tools and versatility, they're, they're going to be, uh, you know, extremely hard uh, to play against. And, you know, a, a team that, you know, I think as you're looking at March, they're certainly a second weekend team, you know, to go beyond that, you know, you got to get a little lucky, stay healthy, all that. But um, to my eye, I, I, I think they'll handle Arkansas tonight. Arkansas is pretty young, lost a lot of guys off that roster. Um, and then, like you said, they'll they'll have a chance to play for a Maui championship, which is, you know, pretty impressive tournament to, to, to have a chance to win. Let's talk about Shireman, his size and, and what he can do as a ball handler with their tempo. And Is he just a, a perfect piece for this team? Yeah, he's a complimentary piece. You know, I, I think there's been times that um, I've watched them. Uh, I'm trying to think of a couple other non-conference games at home. I watched them, and, you know, he's not going to get 14 or 15 shots. Um, you know, I, I think coming from South Dakota State, he, he was a volume shooter uh, when he kind of had the green light. I mean, you know, there's there's games I, I think he's missed three or four or five in a row where he's going to have to pick his spots. But, you know, extremely talented. You know, you play him with Neimhardt, and, you know, those are our two really good guards that are very different, right? One's a little downhill fast, and Charman's, you know, crafty with the basketball, can shoot with range. Um, but, yeah, he, he was a great addition uh, to, you know, an already pretty talented team. And, you know, like I said, it pains me to, to, to say it, right? I mean, I, uh, yeah, I'd love to see Nebraska you know, have a chance to beat Creighton, but, but I think this is the best team McDermott has had there. Andy, quickly before we get you out here, a couple minutes left. Let's uh, go to your daughter and the women's basketball team. They had a, a, a tough stretch of road games over the past week as they dropped a couple, but they have a great chance at a get-right game tonight. Tell me a little about that team, the, the growing process throughout the season, and what you've seen from them. Yeah, certainly not the the, the start they wanted. Um, you know, I, I think there's some some reasons for that and some optimism moving forward that they can get some things corrected. Um, you know, losing that Creighton and Drake, both both of those teams are. Are, are really talented and you know tough tough matchups for how we're built uh, to to play in the Big Ten with uh, some front line size. But you know Sam Hybe, uh being out has really impacted this team maybe more than what people would think. You know she was their best on ball defender. Uh, she's probably their best true point guard, getting downhill, getting teammates shots. Um, so without without her, they they've tried to maybe play some. Some other guards, uh, maybe out of position, a, a, a touch, which I think has impacted our offensive rhythm. But Sam's going to going to play tonight, um, and you know I think as the the week progresses, they go to Puerto Rico on Friday and and, and play a game, and then they have Mississippi State Saturday. Um, so getting Sam back is is really probably the, the piece that's going to get them more comfortable offensively, help them athleticism, uh, help their athleticism on the perimeter defensively. Um, so I do think they can, you know, get a win tonight, and, and then hopefully go to Puerto Rico and get two, and then they set up for uh, a top ten matchup against Virginia Tech in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. But don't don't hit the panic button yet. Um, you know, I, I think this this team is, uh, you know, they, they've uh, even though they had a lot back, they have a lot of new pieces playing in some different positions. So you know, I think they'll get things figured out, and uh, you know, have have a chance to be right in the thick of things once the Big Ten gets there. 
Andy, how's uh, how's Pius looking this year, bud? Yeah, we we got a lot of uh, players back from from uh, you know twenty one season last year, and uh, you know we first the first weekend, so you know how that first week goes. You uh, throw a lot at them, and they've responded well. And you know I think most of uh, uh, high school basketball play a jamboree game this Friday and Saturday, so you know super excited to, to see high school season kick off. Eddie Markowski with his uh, Husker standout and. Uh, giving us the insight on Husker uh, basketball and the uh, women's game tonight. And the spread for Thanksgiving dinner. Don't forget yeah, about that. Yeah, we, we got the prime rib and the turkey at the Markowski household. Eddie, best to you and your fam. Have a great uh, turkey day, and thanks for a few minutes today. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Take care. Good stuff from Eddie Markowski. We'll talk some more hoops and uh, football with Jacob Padilla next. And then Quinn Newsom will join us. Big Game Boomer put out the... Most popular Thanksgiving food for every college football fan base. Not shocking, corn comes in for Nebraska. Uh, Canned cranberry sauce for Alabama. Uh, Gluten-free rolls for all those Colorado fans. (laughs) Uh, Pecan pie for Georgia fans. Garlic cream cheese corn for Kansas fans. Wheat rolls for... K-State. A lot of gravy for Mississippi State fans. Uh, Cajun fried turkey for LSU fans. Oven baked squirrel for the win in West Virginia. Ah. <laughs> Jacob Badilla's next at Tail Varsity presented by Currency.